Hey there, freaks, geeks, and everyone in between. Welcome to another episode of Wake and Jake. Um, I'm here today with Bill Schofield of Nooner Nation. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Going on, guys. Uh, Bill Schofield, host of the Nooner Nation podcast. Uh, you know, uh, we kind of focus. I've been on here before, but, you know, if you missed that episode, definitely go back and listen to it. Yeah, no, but, he's always great. Yep. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. So, Nooner Nation podcast, we uh, kind of... Uh, Oh no, we just dick around. I have uh, people from the the Nooner slash Drinking Bros podcast community. Zoom in has been a big hit lately, so I think we're going to continue that. And then uh, got some some guests from outside that community lined up to be coming on over the next couple of weeks. That's going to be really fun. So sweet. I was about to ask you how your show's doing. Um, how's everything else been? I noticed I was listening yesterday to your show, and for my listeners that don't listen to your show, um, Bill was talking about how it's been really cold where he lives. So. Mm. You want to talk about that man yeah yeah so i uh i live in des moines iowa so right smack dab in the middle of the country and we got hit with a cold spell so the last three days it's been like between four degrees and like negative 15 with the wind chill and over so last this time last week we got hit with like 15 inches of snow God. so and then, and then freezing weather on top of that so we just got like like hard rock snow just sitting around everywhere that's gonna take forever to melt now oh god that sounds absolutely fucking miserable yeah do you ever get snow in new mexico uh we do occasionally um last year we had had a lot of snow already by this point but so far we haven't gotten any since at this point last year um yeah i don't even think it's we've gotten more than an inch in town at all yeah yeah, it little, sucks. But... Little, little uh, dustings, as they call them. Yeah, and it'll be gone by the time the sun's up. Yeah. It's all good. Um, my desert ass is kind of used to it at this point. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you saw yesterday in the live chat, I was saying when I went to Austin, I about fucking died from the humidity. It's, it's yeah. pretty humid where you're at, too, because of all the corn and shit, huh? Yeah, yeah. In the summer, that's where, I mean, actually, I love Iowa and Des Moines. Des Moines is a really cool town. Um but yeah, the, the weather here kind of sucks because you get about a week of spring and a week of fall, and then summer will be. I mean, it's, it's not unusual to be several weeks in a row in the mid to high nineties with like eighty five percent humidity because of all the corn and agriculture and stuff. So and then yeah, winters winters can be brutal like it is right now. I think a couple of years ago we had like three days in a row that with it was, it was high winds, but with the wind chill it was like negative teens, you know, well, I think one day was like, uh, with wind chill was like negative 38 or something that day, which is, which it doesn't typically get that cold here. It's rare, but it was, uh, that day was colder than Antarctica <laughs> was. And like, I kept having to run out like start my car every 15 minutes or something just to make sure it was going to start when I had to go home from work. But I don't know how you people in the Midwest can live like that. Cause even Wyatt, my co-host from my other show, he lives up in Minnesota and he's always post talking to me about snow and shit. I'm like, Jesus, dude, how the fuck do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, uh, yesterday in like one of the group chats that I'm in with like some, some of my listeners, I set up a screenshot from my uh like the weather app on my phone and i think it was like negative 11 or something like that and i just said people shouldn't live here 
the coldest I've ever experienced was I think negative five, but that was yeah. like during a hardcore, like real rare freeze that we never get. Yeah, I think I was like twelve or thirteen when it happened. Yeah, yeah, probably like some crazy El Nino related uh anomaly, weather anomaly. Yeah, um, yeah. So I heard you were sick recently. How was how was COVID? Uh, pretty rough. I mean, not for me, but my wife got it for the first time mm. right after Christmas, and it hit her pretty hard, especially even for. Um, like she's vaccinated, but not, didn't have any boosters or anything. Um, but she works like at a, at a daycare. She runs a daycare. Oh, kids so are fucking kinda, filthy too. No offense. Yeah. But. <laughs> so, no, they, I mean, they are, they are. I mean, it's, it's a germ factory there. I mean, luckily, I guess, you know, kind of as we, what we know of COVID doesn't affect kids all that terrible. Um, or else, I mean, if, if it if it affected kids as much as it did adults, I think it would have been, uh, you know, three times worse. But, um, yeah, so she got COVID. So that was like a week of just her being in bed. Um, I got COVID, I think, uh, like November of 2019, kind of before it all came out that it was happening. But, like, my full-time job, we had people, like, I work in an office with people that would be, at any point in time, we'd have like two people in China, like every week, you know, coming back and forth from China. And then all of a sudden I'm like on my deathbed. Doctors are kind of like, well, it seems like the flu and pneumonia, but it's neither. So I guess it's just some viral thing. And then, uh, I took me, I mean, it took me like a solid three weeks to get over. And then, uh, yeah fast forward to a couple months later and it's like oh there's this crazy covid virus coming out of china and i was like whoa those symptoms sound a hell of a lot like what i had a couple months ago so yeah but no, yeah covid I, hasn't been fun for sure yeah no i'm we're currently going through an outbreak in my work and i think like mm -hmm. four people have gotten it in the last two weeks yeah luckily yeah. i haven't though which is kind of funny because me and the only other unvaccinated person in my work are the only ones that haven't gotten covid yet out of everyone yeah yeah, I'm, I don't know. Like, I'm, I may have gotten the Omicron strain or whatever because right before my wife tested positive, I had like a, a sinus infection, you know? So I don't know if it's just a sinus infection because I get those all the time or, or if it was the Omicron. But yeah, no, I, who knows? But yeah, I know like around here, um, like my, my mom lives in Des Moines now as well. And, uh, she works for, she's like an administrator for the school system here. Okay. And teachers and administrators and stuff, man, it's like a wildfire. Like every, there's like struggling to keep teachers in classrooms. Like everybody's getting sick and they don't have enough uh, subs and stuff. So it's definitely crazy times, you know? Yeah, no, but, I was talking to, I don't want to say her name, but um, she's a Drinking Bros listener and Iconoblast listener who's a teacher. And she was saying in one of the live chats the other day that I think they have two substitutes left at their high school or their school that they she teaches at. And all of what they do is just run back and fucking forth. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have, uh, I think my, my oldest son is in kindergarten and yeah, I think there's only like three subs in that school. And a lot of times they're having to split time between classrooms and they're having like, this to the point where like the, the principal and like the vice principal, 
and like, you know, front desk, front office people are coming in to just like be in classrooms because there's no teachers, there's no substitutes. Uh, it's pretty wild. I don't know. Uh, I found out my kid's teacher was a drinking bro. Oh, uh, shit. I don't know how. No, I said if I did, I don't oh. know. Like, uh, well, that's dope. But I, I, was think I, say- have, I think I might have a kid get taught by somebody else because you're obviously <laughs> fucked up in the head. Like I was going to say, <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck, what was I going to say? I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, for those listening to the audio, I have, I am of course smoking a joint, so I, I, I don't remember shit already. Yeah, you still, uh, you still go uh, flour. Yeah, I do. I do a heavy mix between flour and concentrates just to kind of keep strong. Because everyone I know that smokes flour doesn't hasn't gotten COVID, but everyone I know that dabs it up all the time has. Okay. So I'm like, maybe the flour is what's killing it. Yeah, maybe you should do like a study and submit it to like the CDC. Oh yeah, they love to hear that. Hey, I bet you can get. I wonder if, uh, depending on how the findings are, you might make it go federal real quick. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I thought that that was going to be. I think if COVID hadn't happened, I think this last election that would have been like the ace up the sleeve for oh, whatever yeah. party was down. They would have been like, okay, we're going to federally legalize it. Because I don't think Donald Trump would have been opposed to it at all. Yeah, no, he said um, back in 2016, it was kind of why I was all for him when I was a little stupid teenager. But um, he said if he ever got a bill for it, he'd, across his desk, he'd for sure sign it. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make any, I don't, I don't smoke. It just, it doesn't, I don't go well with it. I'm not opposed to it. I think it's rad. I wish I could, especially like, <laughs> um like what is that there's some crazy ass dispensary in vegas oh planet 13 yeah i went in there with my uh father-in-law last time i was in vegas man that was that place was awesome yeah Yeah. i have yet to go out there and see that but i heard it is something if you smoke it's like mecca yeah it was pretty it was pretty awesome to the point where even i was like like so just some of like not even the actual like uh weed they had in there it was like just all the accessories like all the cool ass shit with it it's like it's definitely uh and the culture now has transcended kind of the stoner culture it's gotten like pretty cool yeah it's getting real artsy especially with all the like independent glass blowers you see because i follow tons of instagrams of people that just blow like extremely wild custom pieces where the percolators like two like naruto fighting one of the other guys wow on top of it and i was like and yeah, look so at how much that... they cost, and they're like twenty five thousand dollars for the rig. Yeah, so eventually you're buying something that you're never going to want to smoke out of. That's for sure, you know. Yeah, but you know, like somebody out there's got it, right? People spend. Uh, I was where was I? Oh, me and my brother when he was in town, we went out to dinner to like a really nice steakhouse, and the table next to us, the guy was on a date, and he ordered like, like a fifteen hundred dollar bottle of wine or something, you know? Jeez. God, I drink um, a $15 bottle of wine and I feel like I'm wasting money. Classy. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, I mean, that's probably my favorite go-to wine. Um, it's called Juggernaut. Okay. It's uh, and I've, I've said this before. I think I said it on Drinking Bros one time, but uh, I mean, wine is definitely, once you get into the $12 to $20 a bottle range, I mean, at that point, they're all the same quality. It's all about marketing at that point. And that's what caught me on this one. I think it's like, I mean, it's it's on the upper end. It's typically like $16, $17 a bottle, but it's really good. And it's uh, it's like this crazy, almost like anime-ish, like 
very aggressively artistic bear yeah on it um so yeah but it's pretty good i think if i've seen that at like walgreens or anything you probably have i mean it's a mass market wine i mean it's it's everywhere but uh yeah if you ever see it in the store it's definitely worth if you can get it for under 18 bucks and you like wine for sure go check it out yeah no there's this one i'm big on it's a local one here it's called a mimbres red Mm -hmm. and it's from saint Clair winery which is based out of here in new mexico and it's like a real fruity like sweet red wine and it's like oh yeah i can i can do this yeah doesn't give me a headache yeah yeah i definitely enjoy wine i just uh i mean I went through me and my wife went through before kids definitely went through the phase where we're doing like boxed wine getting real classy. <laughs> oh, that's because that actually pretty good for what it is. Yeah, um, like that Frenzia. Oh, that one's pretty hard. Uh not Frenzia. No. No, oh, like uh I you, think have, that like, was... <laughs> you have like big house red. Okay. I've never had that um, one. Uh Boda Box is a big one. They're pretty good, but the problem is is like we're where we would sit and watch TV in our we have like a little sitting area in our bedroom and uh, we each have like our chair. Yeah. And then a, a table between it, and we just set the box down there. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I'd be like, oh, I think it's time for bed. And we'd stand up and I'm like, oh shit, how much wine have we drank? And I'd pick up the box and be like, oh, this is really light. We might have uh, pushed it to the limit with the wine. Yeah, and that was the, me and my ex with kinky. Yeah, uh, yeah then the with kinky. Yeah. Like the, the pink liqueur stuff. Yeah. I don't Ooh, even know. It's a lot of sugar, bro. Oh, totally. Probably wrecked my fucking kidneys and my liver. It is a man alcohol. You want you want a hangover? Find the sweetest shit you can find and and guzzle it because there's one thing your body loves is sugar and alcohol mixed together. Ranch water has the worst hangover ever. See, I haven't I've never drank enough of it to get to that point. Um, probably one of the worst hangovers I've ever had, and it was weird. And I don't know if it's because we drank I drank a lot the night before, but like one night in North Carolina with a friend of mine, uh, I had like three yinglings and the next morning I thought like I was like, I, my head felt like the Liberty bell, you know, I'm just like laying on the couch. Like, I don't think I can leave today. So I don't know if it was jingling or maybe it was just like the night before that catch catching up. We could have been drugged. Well, I don't, I don't talk to the guy I was hanging out with for a reason, not because he drugged me, but I wouldn't put it past him to do so. (laughs) Yeah, no, I have this one friend who's, like, really wanting us to dose him with acid. I'm like, no, dude, no. I'm not going to be responsible for you going schizophrenic. Yeah, and, well, if he wants if he wants you to dose him, why doesn't he just do it? Because supposedly he, he says he's done acid a bunch, but supposedly it doesn't do anything for him. It just makes him see clear. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a nerd, so I'm not, I've never actually done it. Uh. I was going to one night in high school and I was like, I was running late, like to a friend's house when they were doing it. And I got there after they had all done it. And like, I showed up to a guy, one of my friends on top of like at the very top of like a 40 foot pine tree, like swinging around. And I was like, (laughs) I don't think it's for me, man. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm an absolute fucking degenerate. I love psychedelics. I'm not opposed to it at all. I just, I know my, I know my lane. I stay. Yeah. In it, I want to try to get Lloyd on here and have him do a talk to him about psychedelic therapy. Yeah. Yeah. I know he was, he was K hole in there for a little bit. You, you know, know I, so. I did one round of that and did not enjoy it. 
Yeah. So I started doing it recreationally for a little while. <laughs> so you, are you going to go uh, down the Rogan path and do DMT? Oh, I do do DMT, dude. It's just, oh, I'm did laying, you? Yeah, I'm laying off of it right now because one of my other friends fried the fuck out of himself trying to follow some of my advice. Uh-oh. So I'm just like, hey, maybe, maybe I should maybe not partake for a couple months. Yeah. So like what is like, so with psychedelics, somebody that wants to try it, I mean, I guess should you probably just like, you know more than I would, obviously, but like, I'd imagine start start low and do it with somebody you trust that has done it. Uh, yeah, or you can do it like I did it, where you could just kind of throw your throw them on there, see what happens. Because I stopped doing psychedelics for about five years, between going sober off heroin and Xanax, and then uh. now. So I'm getting back into psychedelics. And when I started getting back into them, I like started with mushrooms and then went back to acid and DMT. Yeah. It seems like, uh, mushrooms, like legal, like legalizing a form of that, right. is kind of gaining some, some ground. Yeah. It's um, pretty amazing. I love it. Like some micro dosing stuff. I think, uh, might've been Dan Holloway or somebody I've seen had like micro doses in like capsule yeah. form yeah it's him he's i think he's talked about it on drinking bros before where uh, he was saying that he yeah. did the micro dose and like it's like gram and a half ground up in there it, okay yeah i don't know i have no point of reference for how much that is but yeah so with mushrooms one gram will like kind of make you a little silly kind of make everything a little fun two grams everything gets a little darker you start thinking a little more then you go into three grams and 3.5 and then that's when you start having a full-on trip gotcha at what point do like spiders start coming out of my stomach and i taste colors eight grams eight, eight grams all right so i'll cut it off at seven i guess my first time yeah but that's what you always have to do either that or you go balls to the wall 10 grams your first time tripping Oosh. i don't know <laughs> i don't know the the probably the closest i've ever come to that was uh when I was 15, I had like a chest reconstruction surgery. Okay. And, uh, so I was on, I was heavily morphine for several weeks and I think I was in the hospital for six weeks, but, um, and, but it was over Christmas break of like my freshman year of high school. And since it was over Christmas, they put me in like the pediatric cancer wing of the hospital. Cause they're just like trying to consolidate staff into one place. Luckily, like my mom has some, some pretty, uh, some pretty heart wrenching stories about walking around the halls. Luckily I was immobile and in my own room. So I didn't have to see a whole lot of that. Um, yeah. but it was, this was in Greenville, South Carolina, uh, actually home of Dan Holloway. But, uh, and the local radio station, like pop radio station was B93.7. And their mascot was this big ass B. And I just remember waking up, having some really like weird ass dream. <laughs> like morphine would give me really weird ass dreams. Yo, yeah, I, those are the worst. And I, I woke up from like a, a pretty, I, I seem to remember it being like a bad one. It was actually kind of a terrifying dream. And I woke up and there's like this seven foot B like waving at me from the foot of the hospital bed. <laughs> Oh, and uh just be like uh like hey bill how are you and i was just like what the fuck like uh i looked around like my dad was like sitting there like watching tv or something i was like dad 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 is this real like is he really here is he really here he's like my dad's like huh 
Like he wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> he like my dad didn't even realize this guy's in the like in a bee suits in the fucking room. I think like golf was on or something. Oh my and, god. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, what real? My dad looks over, he's like, oh shit. I was like, okay, thank God. You see it too. <laughs> like I thought, I thought like I thought I was like in inception or something. Like I came out of a dream into another one. But god, yeah, that's mind. but yeah, more morphine is probably the closest I've come to any kind of real psychedelic. Um especially after that surgery, um, you know, this was, this would have been Oh two. So, oh, you know, 20, 20 years ago, almost. Wow. Oof, makes me feel old. Yeah. But um, they, they would just write scripts for Oxycontin, you know, boom, boom, boom. Oh, yep. You had chest surgery, 15, whatever. Here's Oxycontin. And uh, when like at the time, like I was in real pain, they broke all my ribs. Ooh. I had to reset it all. And I uh, cut it like I had, um, it's, I had pectus escavatum correction surgery. I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who has like a dip. Yeah. I've seen their that. chest. Yeah. So like my sternum grew inwards about three and a half inches. And, uh, it was by the time I got into high school, I had a lot of real bad breathing problems and it turns because growing up when I was growing up younger, doctors like, that's ah, it's not causing problems. Don't worry about it. Got into high school. I always had a hard time breathing. It turned out because it was pushing my heart into like my lung. So like my left lung had like 25% capacity or something. Jesus, that's but, brutal. So yeah, they, they went in, they laser scored all the cartilage, like in about a thousand places, I think they said. And then they just start breaking your ribs and they put a titanium bar underneath there and reset it. But uh, yeah, so I remember being out of the hospital at home and like when I was in pain, I'd take the Oxycontins and they just, I'd just pass out. Um, and the, but then one day I just remember it was when Splinter Cell had first come out. Oh yeah. I was playing Splinter Cell and I was like, you know what? Like everybody talks about this shit. Like I'm going to take one of these. I'm going to get fucked up and play Splinter Cell. So I took one and maybe 30 seconds later after I swallowed it, like I just started throwing up, ran to the bathroom, throwing up. And when you're coming back from a, uh, you know, broken ribs and you're throwing up, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it fucking sucks. So after that point, I was like, nah, nope, these aren't for me. Uh, so yeah, I don't even, I've never even like really done pills because that was a pretty bad experience for me. And then like, I think a couple of years later, my senior year of high school, somebody gave me like a Percocet or something and it'd be the exact same thing happened. I mean, I, I was, I got like fucked up for maybe 20 minutes and then my stomach just like flipped and I just started throwing up. So, but in reality, it probably turned out to be a godsend because uh where i grew up in like western north carolina like the opioid stuff is terrible i don't know how many high school friends i've had that aren't around anymore because of it you know yeah no same for me especially with the crowd i used to roll with because i i was one of the junkies in high school started in middle school yeah and fucking i think out of my friend group from high school only maybe four of us are still alive yeah yeah that's rough man i mean I, and i get it like i'm not judging anybody yeah. for it i mean especially uh, here's the thing like uh like hard drugs illegal drugs at the time you know they're illegal like at that point unless you're a complete moron you know like you know what's happening right but back then early early to mid 2000s they were writing prescriptions for fucking opioid, like yeah, oxycotton, oxycodone, like it's going out, out like, of style. 
Yeah, they're throwing Percocet out like candy, right, back then? Yeah, yeah, and I think, uh, who is, I think the the people that made Oxycontin are, are or were in, like, so, like, the biggest class action lawsuit, like, ever filed or something? Yeah, I think. I think they just made a documentary about yeah, it. Yeah, Hulu has a series, too, <laughs> called Dope Sick. Yeah. It's a little nuts, bit about man. that. I, yeah, I really, actually, very recently, a really good friend of mine, um, they, they think what happened was he, he bought, he thought he had Oxycontin mm. and what it was, was just counterfeit. It was compressed fentanyl, right? Because now they, now they've done the opposite and have tightened it up to where you can't get any of this stuff anymore. Yeah. Right. Now that's a cheap, easy one. Now that all these like 30 to 40 year olds are hooked on this shit from the early two thousands, you can, now they're going to be like, Oh, we're not going to give anybody anything and go fuck yourselves. So now they're making it out of fentanyl. So I think he took, he took one or whatever. I think his style was, you know, taking it to the dome as they call it. And uh, he knew immediately something was wrong. Tried to get some water a couple of days later. um, Like his business partner called in a wellness check and they kicked his door in and he was dead and it's like leaning over his kitchen sink. That's, you know, yeah. Fentanyl is a, it's, it's crazy what they've done to try to get people off opioids is introduced. Like, I know they didn't really introduce it, but like fentanyl is the main one they prescribe now for pain for like cancer patients and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I know oh, when yeah, I got they... my nose surgery, they gave me a prescription for fentanyl. So really like out, outside of like a controlled area, huh? They gave it to a prescription. Yeah, no, my aunt, she's a chemo patient and she has fentanyl patches, much like what Prince OD'd on. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, I knew, uh, she just I, knew a kid. I, don't, them. I don't know if it was fentanyl, two other two separate people I went to high school with. I think at the time they were um, morphine patches, but they were melting them down and shooting them up. And yeah, it was rough, but yeah, I know my wife, they gave my wife fentanyl uh, during when she was in labor with our second, my youngest kid. And uh, it was like, it kind of like a, a pre anesthetic before the epidural kind of thing. So you don't feel the epidural going in. They give you fentanyl. And she's like, man, this shit's crazy. And I think I can't remember what dose it was, but the nurse is like, this is a very low dose. Yeah. They dose it like acid, I believe, where it's like a micro milligram or some shit. Yeah. It was, it was not a lot at all. It was just like, almost like a, it wasn't even in a, like a real syringe. It was just like in this little ejectable, um, like plastic pouch that they put into your IV tube, like your IV port and squeeze it in. I mean, it's like a couple of like eye drops. Yeah, my wife was like, "Man, this shit's crazy!" Like, I couldn't see how this is a problem, you know, for some people. Yeah, you take it and everything looks like you turn the saturation all the way up on a TV immediately. Yeah, yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. so let, let, let's get into some. Let's get into something happy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, this kind of isn't happy, but it's more funny. I, I don't know if you've seen, but there's like a whole conspiracy going on that Brian Landry's still alive. Remind me who Brian Landry is real quick. The Gabby Preto guy that Dog the Bounty Hunter was tracking down in Florida. Oh, at one point. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so what's the basis for this conspiracy theory? So I, I just scroll through reels when I'm taking it on the toilet at work. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the ones that came up was apparently his Instagram went live and this girl did a whole thing where she looked into his Instagram and apparently the bio changed and it's unfollowing people and just a whole bunch of crazy shit. 
and apparently he's on a boat somewhere. Yeah, Brian Laundry shares creepy Instagram I'd died post. Okay. Um, all right. All right. So where are we rolling with this? Do you uh, do you think it's real? Do you think he's still alive? I think it's Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh yeah, got his phone. Yeah, Back no, so his phone. Yeah, so he probably got some like phone spoofer and was running around in the Everglades hoping to like pick up his phone off a dead body and just maybe hit Brian Landry is out of luck. I don't yeah, know. I'm high and I'm just kind of rolling with this one. Yeah, I mean, dog, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past dog, you know. Um, I don't know if he's smart enough to create a conspiracy, though. Hmm. What about now, his publicist? Publicist, maybe. I'm thinking somebody within the police department's got the phone, right, and uh, wants to fuck with people. Or it's Russia. Russia fucking with people? I think it might be Russia. They want to divide us more. It's going to be go back into this uh, Brian Laundry thing, or it could be our own government trying to distract us from uh, the fact that birds aren't real. Oh yeah, birds. Yeah. Speaking speaking of those surveillance drones, I, I saw a really really large one that, I, that was disguised as an eagle the other day, and it was pretty impressive. Those are those are impressive to see. Um, when you get real close to them, though, you hear them humming. Oh, I haven't so been that close away. to one. Yeah, I tried to catch one one day, and uh, they're fast. And don't don't let the organic movements fool you. It's all animatronics under there. Yeah, no, the real reason it's a federal crime to hunt eagles is because those are the ones with all of the state secrets and also a couple mm-hmm. nuclear warheads in them. Yeah, yeah, they're they're nuclear powered, for one. Um, I mean, you've never seen an eagle sleep, so obviously uh, there's something going on there. And yeah, they they have micro warheads on them. Yeah, no, even like regular birds you never hear those sleep either like you just throw a sheet over their cage and they'd be quiet but you hear them like hopping around and shit in there the whole night yep all night i've had some parakeets i know that's when i first started catching on to this i had some parakeets when i was little it's a lot deeper than people realize too it is it is um you know it's a, a collaboration between the u.s government and the Disney Corporation, they're using Disney animatronics to create these birds, obviously. And uh, it's all a plot that Walt Disney hatched, you know, back in the 40s. So, yeah. Why do you think those combat pigeons from World War II and World War I no longer exist? Those were the first experimental drones. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, they had a... On the reel, though, I saw... I watched a video one time about... They had a... During World War II, we were experimenting with guided missiles and what was guiding the missile was a pigeon mm. or not not missiles sorry bombs guided bombs they'd have a what well, they're training pigeons to put like a crosshair at a certain point on a picture and if they wanted to drop a bomb on a specific thing there would be a pigeon in the nose cone of a bomb and they put a picture of what they wanted to hit like say it was like a factory or something yeah they put an aerial picture of the factory and the pigeon knew to peck at these crosshairs to line it up over this picture of a factory and that it what would be pecking would be controls to like flaps on the bottom of the bomb to line it up so they get over like kind of over a target 
and then it never worked that i never went into it but that's a real thing yeah no speaking on that did you see like a few weeks like maybe last week i put something on my instagram story about the guy who trained the rat how to play doom i haven't seen that no yeah i'll try to see if i can find it and send it to you but this guy he like put these little things and put where the rat like bites it and that shoots and the little ball the rat's standing on when he runs it moves the character in the game and he, like the rat just sees it as a hallway and he just runs down the hallway I mean, that's, that's rad but could you imagine what we as a society could accomplish if we put <laughs> that kind of energy into something useful you know like like somebody like that who has the focus to train a rat first off the guy's got a rat you know so that kind of proves you know where he's at in life rat um, people are a very specific breed it is strange I don't know what's on the hierarchy of types of pet people oh the hierarchy of pet people like where does a rat person fall and then where does like a snake person fall okay so i would say a dog is way up here at the top because i mean dog dog owner they're the best that's the pinnacle of ownership right yeah no fuck cats those those are actually lower on my totem pole like so it's gonna be dogs then probably like hamsters because like that's a pretty dope then fish Fish get wild. Fish people get weird, though. Yeah, yeah, there's that one guy in Italy that, like, goes and cuddles with his fish in the tanks. But, Ew. yeah, I was watching. I don't know if you ever watched those, but when I was in high school, I used to like to get high and watch those home shows. Oh, I still watch those. I'm a, I'm a middle-aged uh, white guy, <laughs> a middle-aged white homeowner in the Midwest. Like, give me some uh, beachfront bargain hunt, uh, fixer-upper. You know, anything on HGTV where I can talk about somebody getting a good value on something? Oh, it wasn't that at all. It was like Weird Houses on Netflix. Okay. I also love, um, there's a Netflix, I think it's on Netflix, a show um, like Insane Pools. Oh, Off the Deep End. Yeah. Where they build them, right? Yeah, they build those wild ass pools. Yeah, that shit is so cool. I like that one in that tank show. But we digress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to this. <laughs> Rats, rat owners to snake owners. So ra- I'd probably put rat people higher than snakes because rats are at least a mammal. True. But what, okay, what about the snake owner? I think age is not a factor with rat people. Age uh... for a snake owner, because there's a time like late 80s, early 90s, snakes were a big thing. South really? Florida. Oh, yeah. There's a reason why uh, in the Everglades in Florida, there's like a like an open season on um, like boa constrictors and Burmese pythons and anacondas because South Florida, for whatever reason, because it's fucking Florida and it's South Florida, she had a bunch of like in the 80s and 90s, she had a bunch of coked up gay people buying <laughs> fucking exotic snakes because they thought they were fucking cool. Drag queens, like, dude. No, 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 not drag queens. Drag queens wouldn't mess with that shit. It's the mesh tank top, guys. Oh. Mesh tank tops, pierced nipples. Are you talking the like white jeans with flip-flops too? Yeah, that's now. Back then it would have been like eh, white jeans and flip-flops, but mesh <laughs> tank top. With a mesh tank top, right? They're buying these like Burmese pythons because I think they're cool. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, like this python's gonna kill me in my sleep one night. So they went and dumped them out in the Everglades. So 
they actually have an issue with these exotic snakes in the Everglades because over the past like 20 years, nothing, they have no natural predators. So now they're killing all the uh, alligators. Yeah, no, I've seen videos of them fucking taking on the alligators and it is something else. There's a reason those don't exist in the United States or else we'd have no natural fucking predators here. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, It's it's pretty crazy. My my father-in-law lived about an hour north of like the beginning of the Everglades until very recently. Yeah, we, we would drive. We would go like a couple of times. We would go visit him and go to the Keys from there and have to drive through the Everglades. And he's just like, oh, yeah, that place. I mean, that's the wildest territory in America because there's alligators. There's exotic snakes, uh, like planes, like small planes will just go down out there and they'll never be found again kind of thing. Yeah, no, it's nuts. The Everglades is I when I went to Florida, when we were down there, we went into a McDonald's. And we were in there for maybe about 10, 15 minutes just eating real quick because we're traveling between Orlando and Cape Kennedy. And we had to stay, end up staying in the McDonald's an additional two hours because a gator decided to just fucking lay down and fucking chill right in front of the door. Hmm. And we had to wait for animal control to go get it. Man, fuck that gator. Yeah, no. (laughs) Like my uncle, who was, he's a former Marine, he was all excited wanting to fight the fucking gator, but. No sounds like a very florida thing to do yeah he's like when in florida why not and this is like, me <laughs> fuck that gator <laughs> florida man time florida yeah i evolve into florida man yeah no like i would want, like to get high and watch videos of them hunting like snakes and fucking iguanas i guess because they have an igu- yeah they have an iguana problem too probably another exotic animal <laughs> that somebody would have owned in the 90s right what was wrong got, with the 90s? I only got, like, I was only alive for two years of it, but I don't remember it at all. Uh, the 90s was desperately clinging on to the 80s, um, but also rapidly evolving. Like, technology was really taking off. And then, but then, were the people behind the, the people financing the technology wanted it to still be the 80s. So the 90s was a weird place. I was a 90s kid. And, uh, even though I love the 80s, uh, if you have Disney Plus, there's a really awesome uh, Top Tens 80s show with Rob Lowe. They did oh, shit. on there. Whereas like every episode is like the top 10 like water cooler moments of the 80s. It's pretty cool. And uh, I mean, well, you also have Rob Lowe, who is like the pimpiest person on the planet. Yeah, I, there's one movie I don't like him in, and it's Super Troopers 2, just because of the him being bald in it i mean did i haven't even seen super troopers too and i don't think i don't think that's a vehicle for you to like rob Lowe, right (laughs) um i don't i don't know first off he might be the only person i know that's seen super troopers too super troopers one was good but I, I don't know. I, like I don't know <laughs> whoever, whatever person played that character you're speaking of, you would not like, right? Like it could have been anybody. Yeah. Tom Cruise, anybody from the cast of the outsiders could have been in that could have been Tom Cruise could have been Rob Lowe could have been, uh, you know, who else is in that? You had a uh, Matt Dillon. Speaking of Tom Cruise, I'm pretty sure I might've seen him today when I was driving home. 
they're filming a movie downtown here that takes place. It's supposed to take place in Omaha. And there was a guy walking between set to set with two bodyguards. that was really fucking short that had nice hair and a kind of big nose and a nice chin, but I couldn't catch a good look at him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's also interesting. They chose New Mexico for Omaha. Yeah. I don't understand it. They even put fake snow down. All right. Yeah. It, Tax breaks. Probably. Probably a Christmas movie, you know. Oh yeah. Tom Cruise doing a Christmas movie. Hey, Mario Lopez did one. Uh, my wife watches light like Lifetime and Hallmark is going out of style. Mario Lopez <laughs> is perfect in Christmas movies on those. And she I cannot get her to understand every one of those movies is the exact same. Well, you and your right. wife are a similar of age, right? Like yeah, yeah, she's only a year younger than me. Yeah, so you guys grew up in the time of Saved by the Bell, so she she knows Mario Lopez pretty well. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, Slater. AC Slater. Yeah, that's how I remember Mario Lopez. Okay, <laughs> back when he was cool, and now he does every single one of the Christmas movies is big city woman goes to small town, goes to Santa, hates it, falls in love, saves saves small town from big city corruption. Yeah. Yep. Everyone. My mom loves them too. And every year for Christmas, she'd make me fucking watch them with her. I'm like, like, that was the first time I joked about wanting to blow my brains out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. But I think uh, Hallmark is that way. Lifetime is like uh, husband has a affair with crazy person, crazy person tries to destroy husband and wife kind of thing. It's always, somebody is always crazy, you know, and it always ends in like somebody's marriage falling apart. When in reality, like every time we watch one of those movies, I'm like, oh yeah. Like, or it doesn't even have to be an affair. <laughs> uh, my favorite example is there's that Idris Elba movie. I forgot what it's called, but it's like Idris Elba and Ali Lautner and what? Beyonce. Oh, and Allie. I, I remember that one. Right, the chick, the blonde chick from uh, Obset- uh, it's like obsession, right? Obsession, right? And like she becomes obsessed with Idris Elba. Understandable, good-looking guy, but like then she's like showing up in his car, like wearing lingerie, you know. And then like he keeps it from his wife Beyonce. I was like, why wouldn't like if that happened to me? I just come home and be like, you would never believe this. Some crazy ass white chick got naked in my car. Just be like, hey, you want to have a threesome with her? Movie over, right? It doesn't turn into this whole <laughs> like, are you are you cheating on me? You're hiding. It's like, no, like movie over. Yeah, no, like that one guy who had I, I forget which actress it was, but the one that was naked on his couch wearing his bathrobe that just wanted to watch movies with him. Oh, Anne Hayes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Anne Hayes. Yeah, I think uh I heard that they brought that up the other day, and I was I was thinking it's like you know what? I probably, I mean, it's shocking. If I like just came out and somebody's sitting on my couch watching a movie in a bathroom, it's a little shocking. It kind of rings a little bit of a, one of my biggest fears in life is walking into my bathroom and like Donnie Wahlberg stealing all my drugs with a revolver, you know, <laughs> like from uh, Sixth Sense, the opening scene from Sixth Sense <laughs> scarred me for life it terrified me to the point where like every time i go into my i hear a noise i swear to fucking christ if there's a half naked donnie Wahlberg in my bathroom i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna run turn around and scream like a girl i don't know 
But so, I mean, that kind of something I walk in, somebody's on my couch in a bathroom, kind of those vibes. But like, oh, it's Anna Hayesh. Well, this is weird. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call the cops, but I am gonna sit on the love seat for a little bit until I figure this one out. You know? Yeah, no, like especially like a hot crazy chick, I would not mind because I, I know there's more than a few hot crazy chicks that are probably on drugs that I've given keys to my apartment to. Oh, yeah. And forgotten because you know I do that shit when I'm on drugs. Yeah. But <laughs> how many of them were uh, named Tiffany, redheads, or hairdressers? couple hairdressers but not redheads it was more like maybe green purple hair I, i'm in i'm into the whole alt goth chick thing yeah and, and i know that's weird for someone that seems to have my political affiliation mm. but hey hey we we want what what we can't have right the heart mm-hmm. wants what the heart wants big titty goth we, girlfriend we can change them i i kind of like them that way Oh, dude, I'm Dirty Girls for Life. DGL, bro. Dirty Girls oh, for Life. you know it. You gotta have give me, those. Give me, give me a fucking Asian rave girl with furry boots and mesh gloves. Oof. Lavender colored hair, too. Oh, the hair can't be natural hair. Like, can't be natural colored hair. No way. Natural colored hair, they're too mentally stable. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, there, there was a time in November where I was hooking up with this blonde girl and like things were going good but i sabotaged it because she wasn't crazy enough oh so then you went crazy did she like wake up and you had like a box of hair dye no it was more like i did a bunch wheezing of over her while she slept with a box of purple hair dye <laughs> no she never stayed over it was more i was on mushrooms and told her i didn't want to talk to her anymore because she yeah and then when uh, proceeded to go break up with her at a restaurant what kind of restaurant though brewery Brewery, okay. That's not a bad spot. That's not a bad spot. You go like you go to like an Applebee's or an Olive Garden for a breakup. That's rough. Never done that, but I have came home with my dog gone, and that was probably the most dramatic thing Ooh, that's ever happened. Damn. That's cold. Yeah, no. Did you get the dog back? Oh god, no. I'm not even gonna try to communicate with her either. Is the dog okay? I have no idea. I hope he's okay. She got him from her old work, so hopefully. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, mm. It was a, yeah. it was a Pomeranian, so. She, ah, mm, nah. Whatever. From okay. sounds of it, she's that Pomeranian is probably her purse now. You know. Oh God! You think that crazy? I don't know. Bitches be crazy, man. I mean, I was with her for almost five years, so probably. Oh. Hmm. That's a long time, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but speaking back to birds aren't real, did you hear what the founder of the whole movement did on national news? No, I didn't know there was a founder. I thought this was like a uh, crowdfunded thing. Yeah, no. So the guy who claims to have started the whole birds aren't real Facebook movement, mm-hmm. um, I guess he went on, I forget what news agency it was. But he was drinking out of a mug, like acting like he was drinking water, and then he started pretending like he got poisoned, and like okay. threw up everywhere on the camera and was like freaking out, saying he got poisoned. And That's they were good. just done with his fucking shit and just cut it immediately. Cut it. That's good. That's pretty funny. Yeah, no, I wish there was a way I could add the video into the episode when it goes up, but hell, 
Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like whatever. Like yeah, local. It was local in Chicago. Fox, yeah, like whatever local Chicago <laughs> Fox affiliate was just probably like, um, nah. <laughs> Cut. Yeah, yeah, no. I guess he's my age, 23 years old. So. 23. Yeah, well, good for him at 23. Starting a whole a whole conspiracy theory that's actually cotton on. Yeah, it's hilarious too, because like I'll be going on about it, and people like actually take me seriously, thinking that I'm not just pulling it out of my ass as I go. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely like being a good. I wouldn't say like so like full disclosure. <laughs> um, <laughs> birds are real, right? But it's fun to roll with, you know, kind of like flat Earth and stuff. Oh, flat and Earth is hilarious. What I love about it though is being able to just charismatically pull shit out of my ass to make people really question whether I believe it or not. Right. It's kind of like I've been married for almost 10 years, you know, every once in a while, it's fun to flirt with some hotties at a bar just to see if you still got it. You know, I'm not going to do anything. There's nothing behind this, but I just want to see like, do I still got the mojo? You know, when you're, when you're, rattling off wild ass shit about uh <laughs> bald eagles being created by disney to spy on gun owners in america you know because they're not going to shoot a bald eagle right um if you, if you can get somebody to believe in the slide like time if we didn't land on the moon somebody would have said something yeah oh uh fucking internet hold on no but that's i think that's why conspiracy theories people latch onto them because it's just fun right everybody knows not everybody most logical people understand that a lot of this is just fucking crazy. Yeah, Occam's Razor. I mean, Gulf of Tonkin turned out real, but it's those conspiracy theories though where it doesn't seem like the obvious answer. Did my internet cut out? I think so. Uh, and we're back we're back it's probably my internet folks i'm sorry right <laughs> let me tell you if you've ever seen the south park episode <laughs> with the fucking cable companies right and all they want to oh. do their entire goal in life <laughs> is to get adults pissed this is <laughs> fucking MediaCom in des moines iowa <laughs> fucking i upgrade and upgrade and upgrade but for some reason i can't be on a zoom call and my kids watch disney plus at the same fucking time without everything shutting down i'm supposed to have like like up to 200 meg upload or download speed or something no no last time i checked it like everything was going fucking nuts like nothing was working i had like three and a half megs or something something stupid you call them like, well, maybe you should get a new modem or blah, blah, blah. Like, I swear to God, there's on the other, other line. Like, they, <laughs> oh, let me put you on hold. They put you on hold. 
they unvelcro their little <laughs> nipple flaps and they just start tugging. You know, like, oh, you should hear how irritated this one is. You know, got a hot one, got a hot one on line three. Pull yeah. the nips out. Let's go. Because a couple of years ago, we like, you know, cut the cord and went to sling, but I wanted cable internet because here DSL sucks. And, but for probably three weeks, I was calling every day to get prices on internet if I canceled cable and kept the internet thinking that I'd do the cable company thing and be like, oh, well, if you stay, we'll put you back on the normal price. No, finally I called to cancel the fucking internet and like this 90 year old lady is the lady helping me. She's like, well, if you cancel your internet, like, or uh, if you cancel cable and just keep internet, how are you going to get like your local news and your local weather? I was like, because I'm 27 years old with the fucking internet lady. Like, I don't need this for my local news. Cancel the goddamn internet or cancel the cable. Give me internet. God, there needs to be a like Jeff Bezos. If you're watching this, give me better internet, please. He's from Albuquerque. He totally watches my podcast, dude. I will. I will take back everything. I've ever said about Jeff Bezos and wearing his watch on the outside of his spacesuit like a complete dipshit. If you just give me better internet. Hey, you got to look like Neil Armstrong, dude. You have to. They wore the watches on the outside of their spacesuits. So if you if you if you're going to space, you got to do it too. Yeah, you know why they wore their watches on the outside of their spacesuits? Because they're in fucking space. <laughs> they're not in like a desert. They're not doing a photo shoot in the desert after going into low earth like low earth orbit i don't even know they made it that far did they they just kind of like left gravity for a minute yeah no they didn't go into orbit at all because they're still sanctioned under the faa and after that you have to go through some international agency yeah jeff give me better internet i'm gonna keep roasting you for your dipshit watch on the outside of your jacket okay yeah do you remember that guy back in like 2013 who did the red bull yeah jump from space they went about that high wild See, I respect that guy. You know yeah. what he did? He did the same <laughs> thing they did, but without a fucking rocket. Yeah, and he did it in like probably granite, probably a very expensive hot air balloon, but he did it in like a $100,000 hot air balloon with a parachute. They did it in a $40 billion rocket, you know. Who has the bigger was, dick? Ooh. Oh, the dude with the parachute. Oh, yeah. But have you seen have you seen Bezos's glow up? There's a lot of testosterone in that one. That dude's dick is small. Yeah, no, he's he went from small with a capital O. I mean, he's starting to embrace where he's living now because everyone, everyone I know at least is convinced he's back here in Albuquerque just because the way things have been ever since they built the big plant here. And like, yeah, is there a big, uh, big Amazon spot in Albuquerque? Yeah, and it's his hometown, so it's kind of interesting. So we're like, yeah, he he he's living here now. I'm living out in Epstein's ranch. Oh, did Epstein have a spot in Albuquerque? Not in Albuquerque, but like two hours north of Albuquerque. There's that, you know, that ranch they're always talking about. I don't know. No, I haven't heard about that. I've only ever heard about the island. What's up with the ranch? Yeah, no, the ranch apparently has a torture dungeon from what I've heard. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't it? Yeah, no, it's a huge mansion. And it's weird because when you try to go out to the property, it's on someone else's property. So okay, can't get close to it. Oh, like his property is like an island with inside somebody else's property. Yeah. Oh, smart. 
Oh, yeah. If you're, especially if you're hiding shit, right? But, I mean, Marilyn Manson had a torture dungeon in an apartment in L.A. Like, meh. Well, Bezos. You, or not Bezos. Uh, Epstein. Well, having Bezos has it now. <sighs> well, of course he does. You know. I could, I could totally see Bezos with nipple clamps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's not the one doing the torturing. Mm, no. You know. He's, he's nipple clamps. They're lubing up that bald head of his and inserting it into things. You know. It's probably wild times at the Bezos ranch, to be honest. Because oh, yeah. he's he's obviously like an ultra nerd trying to catch up with cool culture. I bet you partying like if you ha- if you happen <laughs> to like bump into Bezos in Vegas or something and he likes you, I bet you're in for a fucking wild night. Oh, I bet he does mountains of blow. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like he's 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 doing rails like he's baby birding rails into like hookers <laughs> assholes, you know. Whatever that new girlfriend he's got is, it's just in the corner, like shopping for shit. I, you I'm know, pretty sure she's he's... my age. Like, oh uh, no, she's really young that, and smart. Right? I is think she's she, like. In... I thought she was like, wasn't she the wife of his like best friend or something? Wasn't that the whole controversy? He's with someone else now. Have you seen the New Year's oh. picture? Oh, I have, but I thought that was the same chick. So he dumped that chick. I think so because she's really young she doesn't look like the same one unless she got work done which i mean if you're maybe with- but i mean at that point right if you've already been caught cheating on your wife with like the 50 year old hot lady i mean at that point you're kind of single right like are you gonna really hang out with this 50 year old hot lady where you can get like a fucking 20 year old hot lady that's just gonna like literally like sit in the corner and buy birkin bags while some like twenty thousand dollar an hour escort pours candle wax in your asshole Easy choice. Yeah. He's he's Bezosing it up. What he has become now is like Leonardo DiCaprio, but with <laughs> an infinite funds. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm surprised he hasn't tried acting yet. Mm. It's coming. You think he'll so? Cameo. He'll cameo in something. Yeah, I think he's I mean, the next Trump, like to be completely honest. Ooh. Maybe. Like, maybe we thought Trump was rich, but look at Bezos. Yeah, but is he? Uh, I mean, Trump running for president, that was all ego. You know, does Bezos have that ego? I think so. I mean, if you look at that confidence with that post on New Year's when he knows he's only five foot five. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked. I would, I don't know if he'd be the same as Trump. I can just see him being so much like I know better kind of thing. Mm. Like there'd, there'd be like a false arrogance in him. Less ego, more arrogance, I think would lead him to run for president. Mm. And why not? Like what's he? It's what not does like he have the, to lose? It's not like the money's anything. I mean, Howard Schultz from fucking Starbucks ran for president as an independent. Just shows how much money he's got to lose because he knew he wasn't going to win. Can you write off? I wonder, can you write off a presidential campaign? Well, you don't pay for it, technically. It's all. It's mostly supposed to be all donations and PAC funds. I think privately you pay for it, right? I'm not too sure. I've never met I think you privately because, I mean, you're not going to get donations until you start campaigning, which would be your own money. True, but I think a lot of them go, like how everyone's going to kiss Trump's ring right before midterms. You go get the former guy's blessing of approval like the big republican in your state because i only know how to do it 
like locally because that's how my family would do it because hmm. my, my grandpa was real involved in politics so you'd go to like the head of the party with the candidate you want to run and you should just, run you should run let's find out oh god i'm way too controversial yeah that, <laughs> make, that makes for better theater right so we we polish you up <laughs> right we wipe your social stuff and then we put you out there like we everything's super scripted you know put you out there and we just see how long it takes for somebody to dig something up not long not long at all i know but so then we take that and know what we need to do for the next person then we get wyatt to run <laughs> and we see how long it takes for them to cover come up with his shit and all this comes into is eventually we have all this data on how to do this and we get Ross Patterson elected president. We, okay. I would be down to get Ross elected president. Cause I could just imagine him walking into the oval office and just making mm. off color comments. All oh, um, immediately dragging his sack across the resolute <laughs> desk. And then going and pronouncing every world leader he meets last name wrong. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Like even the easy ones, like we have a uh, Boris Johansson. <laughs> let's be say? let's be real. He's big dicking when he does that. Oh yeah, yeah, he's big dicking for sure. Because some of those are like, what, what the fuck are you doing, Ross? <laughs> and if he's of- that bad, if he's that bad at pronouncing names, just don't say the name. Just introduce them as your <laughs> guest and let them say your name. Right? I think it's yeah, a stick. It's a like, stick. The first time I had Wyatt on, I was like. I'm just going to let him say it because I don't want to say Cuntson. Yeah, that's what I did. I was like, hey, we got this guy on. Yeah. I don't. Did you see uh, Did you see my episode last night? Yeah, the no, very, I was watching it in the, the live very, chat. I was trying to get you to talk about your guy sex tape. On. Was that Wyatt? It no, looked like, no, it, no. It looked like, I thought like Wyatt was trolling me because <laughs> it kind of looked like the room he typically comes from. But it was like some dude with like a synthesizer or something. <laughs> Like doing some weird ass dance in the background <laughs> to like EDM music. Um, if we hadn't have been live, I probably would have kept him on just to see what would happen. <laughs> but you're worried about a dick coming out, you know? Yeah, that and people be like, I'm not gonna watch this dude or anything. <laughs> what I would have done was just be like, all right, bro, like I'll play this game with you. Like I'm not live. I'll edit all this out <laughs> and just leave him on and then see how long it takes for him to break. You know, he's like, I'm out of dance moves. I'm out of coke and dance moves. So I guess I should just sit down and talk. Yeah. You speaking know? about Ross, um, I, 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 we're going to be meeting here in a couple weeks down in Austin for the Super Bowl party. Yeah, bro. I know you're uh, you're coming down. When do you uh, when do you get in? Yeah, I get in Saturday <laughs> afternoon at like one thirty, two o'clock. Okay. Okay. I get in. I mean, I get in at like three. Um, I don't know what you're situation is if you want to like hang out i've got a yeah. rental car so but if you don't want to wait that long you know whatever but we can talk about that off air yeah, but, no, yeah we'll it's gonna be a, off air for sure that's uh yeah it's gonna be a sounds like it could be a fun time um it's a little uh i'm them moving the super bowl party from the studio to wtf downtown i'm like well fucking shit you yeah, know it has me kind of a little uncomfortable like with what lloyd was saying yesterday on your show like the crowd I'm not good in crowds at all, so I'm kind of nervous about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. Um, you know, I'm a complete whore for attention, so crowds don't bother me too much. Um, but I get it. Like, I my brother has 
terrible, terrible, like social anxiety. So I get it for people, but there's plenty of people. They'll be Lloyd. Um, yeah, yeah no, I there, think there could be, there could be plenty of people there that don't want to get involved with the crowd. You guys just get a table, right? Um, and hang out. I mean, here's what it is. You know, I, nobody's going to like force you to come up on stage or anything. I don't think. I might, I might try to go up there with, um, if Coop goes up there, I'm trying to get Coop yeah. to talk because I'm going to try to get him high. So Get Coop high? Yeah. Does, does Coop not get high? No, he does, but okay. last time we, I didn't have anything on me that we could smoke. I only had edibles. Huh. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, when you fly out? Um, Saturday. That's Saturday. But, oh, so you're there for a week. Oh, oh, no. I mean, I leave the 15th. Sorry. I thought you meant like five. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So that's the Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one, too, because I'm going to be flying on my birthday, so I'm going to try to get as drunk as I can before I get on the plane. Nice. That's Saturday? No. With Oh, no, when so, you fly out. Yeah, your birthday. February 15th is my birthday, so gotcha. 24 in Austin. Gotcha. Did you get a... Uh, how long of a flight is that? Did you get a direct flight? Yeah, I was actually really surprised I was able to find two direct flights in a row, because my last time I went out there, I ended up having to change planes in Houston on my way back. And my fucking ass had to run about a quarter of a mile across the airport. Yeah, what did you get like a 30 minute layover or something? Well, it was supposed to be two hours, but my flight out of Austin ended up getting delayed because it was right at the start of Southwest bullshit. And oh, October. yeah. Yep. The reason why Ross couldn't go to the Bills game with you. Yep, that'd be it. You know, yeah, hopefully nothing goes wrong with me. I, I, I lay over in Charlotte. I wanted to get a direct flight, but, uh, like Allegiant is the only people that do direct flights down there, which I don't have a problem with them. It's whatever. And it would have been really cheap, but they only fly like on a couple, like certain days. Mm. And it would have been like, I would have gotten into Austin Super Bowl Sunday at like 7 PM or something. And I was like, eh, no. And then I would have to, I would have had to have stayed until like Friday. So I was like, oh, I can't do that, but it is what it is. It's going to be a fun time. Um, yeah, I'm there when- I'm there until Wednesday, so I'm sure me and you're going to be hanging out at the – my whole plan, I mean, essentially is Super Bowl party. Um, we'll get connected Saturday night. There's a bunch yeah. of people coming, and um, Beth and Greg, uh, Lloyd, uh, Jacob Nickel, I think is going to be there. Uh, Davey, do you know Davey? Yeah, Jacob's yeah, and I'm actually there? pretty excited to meet Davey. Yeah, he's a cool guy, real cool guy. Um, so I'm assuming we're probably all going to do something Saturday night um or maybe sunday brunch ish i don't know um we definitely all need to get together in pre-game oh on sure. sunday right um see if you could get ross to hand you a case of the salsa early yeah i need to get a hold of him um i was texting him earlier but uh about some other stuff but yeah i'm kind of hoping a lot of people are like trying to say like oh i bet you the hard af seltzer is going to be free no, like, fuck no. It's, it's, no, it won't be like Austin Talley is not going to let you give out free alcohol at his bar. Right. Yeah, no. I'm like, sure he's a cool guy. He's not going to be he's not, like not to be a, he's not going to do it to be a dick. But he's like, hey, like it's a bar. At like, least maybe three to four dollars each to try to keep maybe. It or I think I think like everybody will get like a ticket when you come in to get like two free ones or something or one free one. Either that or it's going to be like a little flight with like just that Could much be. each one. Yeah, I'm sure they've thought about that, but it's going to be, it'll be a fun time. 
Oh, it's gonna be hopefully the Super Bowl is gonna be a blast. But yeah, sounds like we'll be uh me and you're gonna be hanging out in the studio for a little bit. I know uh I think um like Joel and Coop, I'm trying to get them to do an iconoblast episode while I'm there. Yeah, I'm sure, I actually, I'm sure you've probably done the same, right? Like, so maybe me and you will sit in on that one. Yeah, I I'm, sent them one. I'm not too sure what they're going to do with that, though. So Yeah, I'm really barking at them to do a Mike Tyson episode. Okay, that would, I want to hear Coop and Joel just go off and hear Joel and, like, try to do Mike Tyson's voice. Yeah. Like he does Arnold. Yeah, I'm a big Tyson fan, but I will admit, Tyson might be one of the most universally, um, Polarizing, controversial. Well, not controversial. What's the word I'm looking for? Forgiven. Mm. One of those universally forgiven people, right? He did time in jail for some, for like sexual assault. Didn't right? he also but, run over his daughter? I don't know. He ran over his daughter. I think he pushed his grandma down the stairs and stole her welfare check or something like that. Okay, because I know he like accidentally killed someone. Oh, I don't know. Something Maybe like I know that. he. I know he hit. He like ran a red light and hit somebody like t-boned somebody in like a very at the time like a very nice mercedes like his mercedes yeah and he's just like oh, don't call the cops just take my car he just like gave him this like hundred thousand dollar mercedes talk about a guy yeah well oh, nice guy right yeah no he's always high too apparently we're gonna sell this out of court here's my car <laughs> yes yeah, so keep, keep the tiger in the back seat i don't care yeah, so we're at an hour if you want to go ahead and wrap this one up. Go ahead. Sure. Hey, it's your show, ma'am. Yeah, no. We'll go ahead and tell the people where to find you. Yeah, so uh, Nooner Nation Podcast. Um, we're on Instagram at Nooner Nation Podcast. Um, that's kind of where any kind of news or questions and stuff, um, that's where that goes. And then uh, we're Nooner Nation Podcast on YouTube. So if you, we even got a, I got enough followers or subscribers on YouTube to where it's actually youtube.com slash Nooner Nation. So that's yeah. cool. Easy way to find it. Yeah. So definitely uh, go out, subscribe to that. And then, uh, you know, at this point, everybody knows wherever podcasts are, you've got a uh, Apple being the one, you know, the podcast overlords. Oh, Spotify's um, coming for them. Though. They are. You can rate on Spotify now. Apparently, I still haven't found out where I can rate. I've looked, I can't find it. But um, but yeah, if uh wherever you're listening to your podcast uh in audio, uh Nooner Nation podcast is there. And if you can rate, please rate, um, write a review and yeah, do that. And it's uh we go live, we do live on YouTube. Um, we do like the uh the whole zoom in kind of call in, but it's through Zoom. Yeah, those are really fun. Yeah, it's working out well. So I think that's going to be kind of the structure moving forward. Um, unless I have like a kind of a guess that, that we're not going to do that. But yeah, so yeah, go check us out for sure. And uh, thanks for having me on again, man. It's always oh, yeah. a blast. Thanks for coming. Like it's all you hit me up at Blue because I posted that I needed a guest. And thankfully, Bill to the rescue because he's the yeah. best. Yeah, I've <laughs> been there, man. I've been there where it's like either. Either I just spaced and didn't have anything planned or somebody canceled last minute. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. I need to get something because the like the golden rule in podcasting, especially video podcasting, is consistency. 
and I've, I've, I've seen it, man. I took a week off when my wife had COVID and it's hard. Like it's, you see number numbers drop, man. It's tough. So yeah, I knew yeah. where you were coming from. And, uh, in-laws had the kids tonight. My wife is, uh, my wife has taken up bowling of all things. So she's at bowling league tonight and, uh, yeah. So a couple extra minutes. Thanks for having me on, dude. Yeah. Thank you, dude. And then as always, you guys know where to find me, um, at the desert hippie underscores my Instagram for my personal self. And then my show's Instagram is at the wake and Jake show. Um, Go follow, go like, and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, go go rate and review on Apple and Spotify. Those really do help, like Bill was saying. Um, sponsors do look at that stuff, and mm-hmm. especially for smaller podcasts, that's yep. that's, that's the currency. Money. So like, so listens, reviews, and then like your your YouTube numbers. Those are like that is the big currency in starting podcasts. So. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, anybody you know, not even outside of us, is wanting to start a podcast. That's how you support them. You don't have to. Uh, there doesn't need to be merch involved or anything like that. It's just as easy as clicking a five star review or five stars, leaving a review. Play it for your dog. Leave it on for them so they don't get lonely yep. in the middle of the day. Yep, dogs love my podcast. Uh, cats are on the fence. Ah, fuck cats. Yeah, fuck cats. You also should probably go check out my other podcast I've started a while ago. It's called the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, great show. Yeah, yeah, it's doing really well. Um, you know, we're getting there. We've got yeah, a couple I, people listening. I heard the news hates you. So, yeah, yeah, we should do it. Somebody has. We should do a whole podcast about just Joe Rogan. Oh, I'd be totally down for that. Our Lord and Savior Joseph Rogan. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a great night. Stay lit. I love you. Night, guys.